Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, March 31st, 2022. It's the last day of March. March is finally coming to an end. And to uh, prove that Chicago spring slash the winter part of the spring transition just won't quit. Today it was cold and kind of slow snow and sleeting on the run today. Nothing stuck, but just kind of like one last vestige of weather nastiness. And we'll probably get some more in April because that's just how the winter slash spring goes over here. <laughs> how are you guys doing today? Just remember, tomorrow is going to be April 1st. I think, I mean, hopefully, are we done with April Fool's? I'm done with April Fool's, I think. Um, hopefully, there won't be anything too crazy out there. Um, but we'll see. But just be aware out there, guys. Tomorrow, Tomorrow is April 1st. Uh, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast. Hopefully you guys are having a good run out there today. Um, you won't be able to join in on happy hour cause you're running or maybe you're driving. And if you're driving, maybe you're enjoying a, you know, of course a non-alcoholic, uh, happy hour. Uh, and that way, and that way you can participate. But if you're just listening, you know, you can still join in on the conversation. And for everyone watching this on YouTube later, not live. I think that's probably a good time for you guys to crack one open and just relax me, I'm going to be doing something non-alcoholic today. Uh, I didn't have any recovery drinks. I'm pretty sure, I don't know where my order from the feed is. I ordered something from the feed a little while ago, and uh, I forget when it's supposed to arrive. I keep thinking that it has arrived already. I keep going down to check in the package room, and it's not there. I have some, I don't, re, I don't remember what I ordered, but I know I ordered a, a drink to try on happy hour. It's not here yet. So instead, what I went is and did is I went to the little convenience store in my building, and I picked up a bunch of these buy bubbles i don't know if you guys have had this before I, i've seen them around at stores like this the regular one it kind of like reminds me like the look and the packaging of it uh, of the regular stuff reminds me of like vitamin water i think that's a product that still exists right i don't know how they ever got away with that as a name but they call it that it reminds me of that and the flavors are kind of similar to it too uh, but this is the bubbles version so it comes in these little like slim cans you know and uh but it's got bubbles and they call it sparkling antioxidant infusions i got four different flavors here today let me try that out on the live stream i've got uh spark oh, okay that's not the name that's just the sparkling antioxidant infusion all right the flavors are every every flavor has two words some some of them have three this one is peru pineapple are there pineapple there must be peruvian pineapples um, peru pineapple the next one is lombardi watermelon lime I don't know what Lombardi means. The next one is Waikiki Coconut Lime. So those two have multiple flavors in one. And this one is just Gimby Pink Grapefruit. G-I-M-B-I. I don't know what that means. But we'll try them out. So we'll do that. But first, let's see who we got here in the chat. We got Martha, who's stopping by early to say hello with a wave emoji. And she's letting us know that she's going to be listening while doing 10 times 2-minute fart licks at 5K pace on the treadmill. Ooh, that's a spicy workout. Getting ready for Boston, Martha. It's almost time. And this says, hi, Kofuzi and everybody. I think my Hoka Tarrant 2s have uh, given up. <laughs> like them so much, I'm about to order a new pair, and the price is better this time around. That's always a nice thing about, like, when you like a shoe, you get it a second time. It's usually on sale by the second time you order it. And if you really like it, you know, you can always stock up. Because, um, you know, sometimes shoes do change. I don't know that I – I haven't heard anything about a Torrent 3, so I don't know – if there's going to be substantial changes or not, but 
you know, I always, I do encourage the people as much as I like, as I personally enjoy buying lots of new shoes, I always encourage the people, if you have a shoe that really works for you, don't be scared, buy another one, <laughs> especially if you can get it on sale. Um, Terry Furlongs here says, hello, I run on beers here. He says, happy, happy hour, y'all. Nice, love it. Um, Stevie76 says, maybe the dad jokes got him into NYC. Nice, nice. I, de I definitely got the rejection letter today. Um, and just like for London, I think they send out the same email, whether you got in or you didn't. And so there is a photograph at the top of the email of a, of a girl, of a woman running the New York Marathon. And she's like super happy and like triumphant. And then the rest of my email says, unfortunately, you did not make it, you know? So it's like a really happy picture and then sad news. Uh, the same similar thing happened for, for London, if you guys remember. London, it was like, um, instead of a picture, it was giant font at the top. And it was just like, you did not get in. And I feel like if you got in, it probably was, you know, very exciting and fun. But it just felt like they were trying to like, kind of like rubbing it, rubbing it in a little bit when you were, uh, didn't get it. And I felt like the New York City Marathon email was the same. I feel like whoever approves that should look at both. Look at the, look how happy the acceptance email is and look at how incongruent the same template is if you send it to someone who didn't make it in. So hopefully that's something that'll change next year. <sighs> All right. Jonathan Crossley says, what's going on, Co? He's got water with element there here for me. Have legs up on my row slash run brick. Oh, nice. Jonathan, you've been doing the, what is that called? The row or something machine? I wish I had a, I wish I could try a rower. I don't think I've ever tried a rower before. You know, I actually don't think I have. I've seen them before, but I don't think I've ever tried one. I mean, I've done like rows, like in the weight room before, but never, I've never done like a rower. I would like to row like a, like a, I don't know what they're called. The boats that people row and crew. I want to call them a rig. I want to, I always want to call them rigatonis because they're, you race them at a regatta. So I always feel like the boats are called rigatonis, but I know that's not right. <laughs> uh, all right. Mark Ingo says, yo, what's going on? And Sean Devlin says, hey, everyone, with a wave. And he says, short Peloton ride and yoga with Adrian today. Oh, I haven't done that in a long time. Taper time and the living is easy. Nice, nice. CV76 says, I'm drinking for Buddy and he's pouring one out. I appreciate that, CV. Yeah. For those of you guys, um, and Sean says, the Buddy News got me seriously sad yesterday. Not an easy thing to do, saying goodbye to old friends. Yeah. So for those of you guys who weren't here yesterday, at the end of the live stream, I talked about um, how my dog uh, is no longer with us. So, you know, like I, 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 it's hard for me to say like my dog died. He didn't really die. He did, but I put him down, which feels very different. You know, we were, we were always kind of like hoping that one day we would get like go to wake him up for his walk and he just wouldn't wake up. Putting him, putting a dog down is a very different thing, I think. So. But you guys said a lot of nice things to me, and I appreciate that yesterday. Um, Jason says, hi, everyone. Took out my frustrations about New York City on the Peloton yesterday. Legs are hurting today. Hot. Nice. That's a way to do it. You know, funnel that frustration into something positive. Love to hear it, Jason. And Alex Achille says, ciao from Italy. Welcome. Good to see you. Louis says, yo, what's going on? And Chris Dyke says, hi, folks. I think I'll make a blueberry matcha latte while listening. Better than a third cup of coffee. I don't know. I've got a third cup of coffee over here too. 
So, I mean, third cup of coffees are also pretty good, I'll say. But blueberry matcha latte sounds kind of nice. Mm. All right. Speaking of drinks, let's get to this first one. All right. I think I'm going to start off with the uh, ones that have two flavors in them combined. I'm going to start off with um, Waikiki Coconut Lime because I don't think I'm going to like this one. I feel like it's going to taste like soap. But we'll give it a try. My hopes for this are that it doesn't taste too much like soap and that it's very, very bubbly. Those are like my only two like expectations. So the bar is low. Cheers. We'll give it a shot. Buy bubbles. B-A-I. Buy bubbles. Waikiki coconut lime. This is pretty nice. It doesn't taste like soap. Um, the coconut flavor isn't like super sweet, so it doesn't taste like a pina colada, which is nice. But it's definitely coconut flavor in there. And the lime is very subtle which I was worried that it was just going to be like two like really contrasty flavors like at once. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like does, does lime and coconut, I mean, it goes in a lot of Thai food, I suppose. But like when just drinking it, it doesn't sound like, I mean, I don't know. It didn't sound like things that I would like, but this is actually pretty good. Not par particularly bubbly though. Mm, yeah, could use more bubbles. I just, I just want it to feel like, I just wanted to feel like it's tingling in my in in my mouth, you know. Uh, let's see. I feel like Lacroix does a good job of of being uh, like almost painfully bubbly. That's probably why that's one that one's my favorite. I don't know. All right, JC says it's official. No New York Marathon for me. Oddly, no email from me yet. But the New York Roadrunners dashboard says not accepted. I didn't get my email till late in the evening. So like whatever system it's on, I mean, maybe it's like this one little tiny box in the corner of someone's office at New York Roadrunners. And like that thing just like runs and it just does it be does its best, you know? And um, it's like a metaphor for, for people running the New York City Marathon. It takes a long time, but it'll eventually it'll finish, you know, and we'll cheer it on when it does. <laughs> Carrie got another rejection from New York City, uh, the New York City Marathon as well. And uh, <laughs> JC says, the rejection email, might as well say, you're a colossal failure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, I mean, like, another other, like, similarly, like, kind of, like, devastating things you could say would be, like, nobody really likes you <laughs> or uh, something about your running. It's, like, you're not, you're not a good enough runner to run this anyway. You know, I mean, I just feel like maybe, maybe a little bit more. I mean, I guess it's, like, it's a, in the scheme of things, it's a rejection letter for a marathon that I didn't think I was going to get into anyway. So it's not like I need it to let me down easy. But I also just feel like, you know, there's a lot of hope. People really want to do the race. I had such a good fun time. I had such a good time um, spectating it last year. You know, I just really wanted to put on a bid. And so I guess it's just a little bit of a disappointment. And it's unnecessarily kind of like uh, not like thoughtless, you know, not like they're being like careless or being like mean. They just haven't put any thought into it. It feels like, I don't know. Um, all right. <laughs> I run a beer says, God, he's got the cozy happy hour to keep him distracted from constantly refreshing the UPS status of the Phoenix seven. That's finally out for delivery. Nice. Nice. Hmm. I'm thinking that I've been running with the Garmin 945. I'm debating whether or not. I think that now that I've tried that one, I might try the Epics. But you know what? 
the battery life on the 945 is not great. I just feel like it's always dead. Not dead, but I feel like it's always low. I'm assuming the Phoenix probably won't be that way. But anyway. Oh, yeah. The rower is the Concept 2 rower. Enjoying it a lot. Jeff Elliott with the assist there. Yeah. Hmm. And then it says that indoor rowing is a good exercise to complement running. Hmm. Sometimes I feel like rowing, when you watch people on a rower, it seems like a lot of busy work. But I mean, like, it's a good upper body exercise. You do use your legs, too. I think that's the thing that a lot of people probably don't realize, but it seems, it seems, like, a lot, it just seems like a lot of work. Whereas, like, when I watch people on the elliptical, I just feel like, um, you know, I, I finished reading the book or listening to the book Run Like a Pro, Even If You're Slow. Matt Fitzgerald and Ben Rosario, Coach Ben Rosario wrote the book together. And uh, they talk a lot about cross-training and, um, you know, that you could do uh, bicycling, indoor bike. Uh, you could do uh, swimming. You could do the um, elliptical or the elliptical bike. And they talk a lot about how um, Meb Kaflesky apparently really loves, like, his elliptigo. I don't they, they think they call it elliptical bike. I don't think they call it elliptigo, but I imagine it's an elliptigo. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Every time I see people on those, they just, it's, I think it looks really goofy. You stand up so tall. You're like eight feet tall when you're on that thing. And on a regular elliptical, I just think back to um, Tony Little and the Gazelle. Do you guys remember those infomercials from the 90s? Like that's what I think about. And I just can't take anyone seriously on an elliptical. And I'm like, yes, I get it. Like, it's good. It's low impact. It's full body. You're moving your arms. You're moving your legs and stuff like that. I feel like outside of the context of someone that's coming off an injury, I just don't, like, I have a hard time, like, elliptical. Like, if someone was like, you're injured, I'd be like, oh, man, that stinks. What's the recovery like? Four weeks if you just let it heal. Two weeks if you do a lot of elliptical work. I'd be like, so four weeks, huh? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd probably still do the elliptical, but it's just, it's, it, 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 everyone that does the elliptical always looks like they're mocking people that do the elliptical. It, it's hard for me to kind of discern, like pick that out. So I don't know. I think I need to like kind of correct my preconceived notions on it, but you know, that's, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Crosby says the New York Roadrunner, New York City Marathon runners should, says should say should have run faster. <laughs> that that would be a good email. Yeah. Oh man. All right. I am Half Prater says good afternoon everyone. It's a big week for me, Co. So it's podcast week. Heard about your dog. See you in the next one. All right. We'll see you. Oh well, we'll hear you. In, you'll hear us, I guess, in the podcast. And thanks for stopping by. Um, Dan Johnson says, please report no rejection letter from New York City Marathon. Guess it helps I didn't register, though. There you go. Where's the button we need for that? <laughs> uh, Pat Hicks says, are you more likely to be selected for the New York City Marathon the more years you sign up? No. I think, who is it, Jason Dahl, who's in here, who said he's gotten like 10 of them now? So... It's not. It's not like uh, Western states where there's like a like a what is like that ticket lottery thing, where you get like a certain number of tickets. It's not like that at all. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just, I don't know that they're going to, I think they're just going to be like, they're still charity bibs. You know, I think that at what point do we get to, are there any, does anyone know? Are there any ultra races that have charity bibs? I don't think that's a thing in the ultra world because there's certainly a lot of races that have wait lists, right? Most races have wait lists. I wanted, I was looking at seeing if I could sign up for the ginger runner race, Tiger Claw. But it's full unless you're going to do the double tiger claw. And I don't know if I could do one tiger claw. So I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't know if I could go, but I was looking at it a little while ago. But it's all sold out. Congratulations. Good good job for Ethan and, and Kim. But, um, like, do any of the ultra races? Like, Western states, there's no charity option, right? So I think with New York, it's like, ah, oh, sorry, you didn't get it in for 10 years. But you could always run on a charity bib, you know? Like, the, there's kind of like that, like, not that satisfying alternative um but i wonder are we getting to that point does does do they need it Hmm. oh no look at this though natalia uh jichalowska I don't know if I've said that right natalia says i was selected for the marathon but my credit card company blocked it as fraud I'm dev- what does that mean? Does that mean that you don't get it? Oh no. Oh no. They don't give you like a second chance. You got like 24 hours to correct this. That's a bummer. Oh boy. Hmm. All right. Let's try the next flavor here. We're going to do the next one where there's the fla- multiple flavors. We've got Lombardi, watermel- watermelon, and lime. They just like putting lime in these things, huh? give it a shot as far as some numbers on this it's a five calorie per can drink i mean this is not a runner's drink right buy is not a runner's drink either but it's just something that i've seen a lot of and i like the coloring in the can um five calories no fat five milligrams sodium eight grams of carbohydrates seven of them are erythritol the stuff that's in bubble like chewing gum i don't know how that affects the sugar math or not or what uh and it's for 13.5 milligrams of vitamin c which is 15% of the daily value? That seems wrong. Because, like, when you drink, if you drink, like, Emergency or, like, the, what is that, uh, Airborne, those other drinks that you can drink that are, like, those vitamin C-like drinks, isn't it, like, a 1,000 milligrams? So that's kind of weird. I don't know. All right. Um, oh, there's caffeine in these? Oh, some of them have caffeine. How do I know? Am I supposed to know if they have caffeine or not? Um, oh, yeah, there's caffeine in all of these. There's 35 milligrams of caffeine per can. And it says like a cup of green tea. Well, cheers to that. That just made these a lot more exciting. Oh, it tastes like watermelon. I like that. I'm not tasting so much lime as I'm tasting like watermelon plus the rind a little bit. So there's like a little bit of bitterness to it. It's good though. It's good. It's a nice like uh, candy watermelon kind of flavor. You know what's weird? Is that many of these say 1% juice on the back. Let's see where you go. I got to block my face so it gets into focus. So it says contains 1% juice. One of these, oh, the first one that I had, the coconut lime, is 2% juice. 
I think it's weird that it's not the same percent juice in all of them. And I also feel like it's a missed opportunity from a marketing perspective. Because they could have said on this one, extra juice compared to our other flavors, you know. But I'm assuming that contains 2% juice or the 1% juice is required labeling. But, like, I feel like, you know, you could do the required labeling and saying, like, almost double the amount of juice as in our other drinks. Oregon's leading competitors. I don't know. I think it's weird. <laughs> Natalie says that's correct because her credit card company blocked it as the transaction as fraud. She was rejected. New York Roadrunner is pretty serious about the payment transactions. At least I have the memory of it on my bank statement. Oh, that's so sad. I'm so sorry. Um, Jeff wants to know if it's one percent juice, isn't it just flavored sparkling water? Yeah, pretty much. That's all it is. Um, but it has antioxidants in it, I guess. That's what it says. It's called, you know what? And here's the other thing that I didn't tell you guys about that they all have weird phrases on the side. Like this one says, Your taste buds would uh, commit a felony to get their hands on a can this Melanie. Yeah, I don't know whose idea. It just doesn't fit with the rest of the can, you know? Like, the labeling is weird, and then, like, uh, I don't know. It's weird that there's, like, dad jokes on this. The other one, the coconut lime one, was, our coconuts won the flavor lottery and got a lifetime supply of citrus. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know who made this can. Like, it's just, like, all sorts of weird things. Like, I think what would be great from, like, the Waikiki coconut would be, like, why is Waikiki on here? You know? It says down here, like, our flavor names pay homage to the world's coffee regions. But, like, that makes no sense. This isn't a coffee. There's caffeine in this, but it's not a coffee drink. You know? So, like, like I would think that this means that there's coconuts in Waikiki. Presumably there are. Are they better? Is that like a known thing? I don't know. Lots of confusing things going on with this can. But anyway. Mm. Nataku asks a question. What's going on? Nataku says, hey, hey, Ko, I know the Fault Ride 3 is a budget shoe, in air quotes. And I know you like the New Balance Fresh Foam version 11. What are some other good budget shoes? Um, I'm trying to think what are the, some other good ones. I don't really know of any other good budget shoes. What I typically recommend for people to do if they're looking to save a couple of bucks is buy last year's shoes. So in the example, like we talked about earlier, um, Inez was talking about he needs another pair of Torrent 2s. So if you're looking for like a trail shoe that can kind of do it all and even handle a little bit of road too, the Torrent 2 I think would be a good choice. Rather than buying, like, what's a good budget trail shoe that's out now, I would say, like, go get the Torrent 2. It's on sale. You save a couple of bucks that way. So that's kind of, like, what I look for is, like, what are the good shoes and can you find them on sale? In the New Balance, the Fresh Foam, um, like the 1080 version 11, I was looking at the New Balance website last night because I wanted to see if I could buy the uh, 1080 version 12, um, which is not out yet. I, I don't know when it's coming out. But I was just kind of looking to see if it'd be available anywhere yet. 
and I didn't find it. But even on the New Balance, I think it was the New Balance website that I was looking at, or maybe it was Running Warehouse or Road Owner Sports. Those are like the, either the brand or those two websites is where I tend to look. Um, you can get the 1080 version 10. So like the 1080 version 12, I think is going to be 160 or one even 180. I'm not sure. I think the price is going up this year. The a version 11 is normally like 160, I want to say, but it's now on sale for like 140. And then the 1080 version 10 is on sale for like 120, which I think is a pretty good deal. So that's the kind of thing that I would look for in terms of getting budget shoes. I mean, I know there's other shoes that are out there, like the Axon from Saucony, the Windflow from Nike. Um, I don't, I don't have any experience in those shoes, and I generally tend to stay away from them. I don't, I don't think there's anything else necessarily wrong with it. I just, from someone like, for me, I can only run so many miles, so like, I just kind of like try to focus on, um, kind of like, the the higher tier shoes, I guess. So. Um. All right, Midlife Runner says the Reebok Adventure X carbon plate shoe is on discount with spring code, with the spring code one seventy to one ten. Might come inside it. Really? Whoa, let's go to discount. Nice. Steamy seventy six says. I have no taste buds, only taste enemies. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Uh, Rosalski says, I am 1% athlete. I like that. 1% juice contains 1% athlete. That's funny. This, this watermelon was good. I think I would buy this watermelon one again. Again, though, like I really wish that it was like super bubbly. It's not. Can you hear any... You can hear a little bit of kind of like, I can hear bubbles a little bit, but not enough. Not enough. Um, yeah, Pat Hicks says they should have a backup payment method. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Shannon says, I think it's, what's going on, Shannon? She says, I think it's weird that they even mention it, it has juice if it's only 1%. Yeah, I think again. I think it's some sort of. I, I guarantee it. It's some sort of uh, food regu- food like labeling regulation. I'm guessing because there's like fruits like labeled on it. You know, there's pictures of fruit on it. I'm guessing that they have to indicate in a conspicuous way, which is why at the top, um, how much fruit there is actually in it. So like that's why I think that like certain, especially like with juice boxes, it has to be like from concentrate or contains, you know, 10% juice or 99% juice or whatever it is. I think they just have to make sure that people know what that it's not we're not actually drinking juice even though there's a grapefruit on the can, you know. Yeah. I always think about how like um one of my friends worked on the the Nelly product pimp juice and they couldn't call the drink pimp juice. I forget what they called it. But they couldn't call it pimp juice because there was no juice in pimp juice. <laughs> uh, all right. Pablo Suarez got a question. says, how do you feel about running your marathon in Metaspeeds compared to the RC Elite 2? Running Tunnel Marathon in June, which do you think would be a better sh- uh, shoe choice for the race? Um, I, I loved running in the Metaspeeds guy. Um, I think that it works really well. It doesn't fade on me um, throughout the race. Uh, I feel like I'm getting a nice carbon pop. 
but I also I feel like it is uh, absorbing road impact. Um, but I would say in, in terms of like, if it's a scale of like how much road does it impact absorb or versus how much like springiness does it have between the carbon and the foam, I'd say that the Metaspeed Sky leans a little bit more towards, you know, having a little bit more pep to it, a little bit more pop than shock absorption. The RC Elite 2, I think, would be the other way around. And so I think with the RC Elite 2, I feel like I would love to have a little bit more carbon feel to it. Like if it was stiffer or if they could position the carbon somehow differently. So that way I felt like I was getting a little bit more, you know, spraying off of the rigidity of the carbon. Um, so that's kind of like how I feel about that one. So I would, you know, head to head, I would take the Metaspeed Sky two, Metaspeed Sky versus the RC Elite 2 kind of pretty much any day. I mean, any race, anyway. Um, if you're running the Tunnel Marathon in June, it's a super fun race. Um, I think the weather is usually really good that time of year, temperature-wise, for running a fast marathon. Um, you know, I feel like I ran the Tunnel Marathon in Vaporfly Next Percents. And I think that the Metaspeed Sky 2, you know, has a lot of dynamics that are very similar to that. But I think that the other thing to think about is the Tunnel Marathon spends very little time on pavement. And so, like, uh, most of it is, like, hard-packed gravel, like access roads, uh, like, so dirt roads. And so, like, you could still wear your super shoes on there, and I wore the next percent on it, and it was fine. I think that the Metaspeed Sky, Meta Sky would be a great choice, um, unless you're worried about, like, you know, your ankles turning a little bit, because it that one i don't know if it is taller but it feels taller than the rc elite 2 the rc elite 2 because it's a little bit squishier i think it might be a little bit easier on your ankles than the metaspeed sky that'd be my only one little tiny reservation but i think that whatever shoe works better for you in running you know a fast marathon is that would still nothing about the tunnel marathon really changes my analysis on that uh, martha says i'm adding my sympathy I'm like about Buddy. I remember when we had to do that for a cat. We were in mourning, and it took 9-11 to make us stop crying over her. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm going to have to have, like, a little ceremony for the dog, like a memorial, like a dog funeral um, for him. Because my daughter, like, she talks about him every day. So, like, I'm like, I think she could probably use, like, a, a goodbye send-off, you know? I mean, we had the day. We had, like, the morning I was going to do it, you know? Uh, you know, we had told the girls that I was going to, you know, today's the last day. I'm taking him away. He's not coming home, you know. So we spent the morning with him, cuddling him and, you know, giving him big hugs. And we we didn't feed him breakfast that day. We just gave him treats. So it was a good day. And, and I don't know if the girls really fully understood what was happening, you know. So, I, you know, she said goodbye, but she might now – like want to put some thoughts down, you know? So we'll see. I think I'm probably going to do that. They've put together little like memento boxes full of like stuff they remember from the dog, you know? So I think that'll be a nice way to kind of like hopefully help them to, to move on a little bit. All right. Um, let's see what else we got here. Mm, Shannon says, Co, have you... Um, or any of you been to a foot spa? They take such good care of massaging feet and lower legs. Also give a full body massage. Felt really nice after a workout yesterday and much more recovered today. 
I've never been. I've never been to a foot spa. I don't know. Do you think that they would that would be like? Did you go to one that was like where like people were getting like manicures and pedicures and stuff, or is it was it like a sports kind of massage? But you know what I mean. I don't know. I don't know where where I would find one because I feel like if I went to like a normal one, I feel like they would just give me like a deep tissue massage, and I feel like that would just exacerbate whatever I got going on in my feet. And then they'd probably also be like, "What are you doing to your toes?" You know, I don't know. I just feel like they'd be like, "You can't come in here. Take those things away." You know, that's what that that that'd be my fear, I guess. Maybe I should try it. Cuz you know, I always kind of get those little pains in my feet at the end of like a marathon training block. It'd be nice if I could have something that would like help with that. Maybe I'll try that. You have to let me know like how 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 you do how do you select something like that? Ciara has a question. He's wondering if the Torrent 2 would be suitable for road to trail. I think absolutely. Um, even though the lug pattern, the lugs seem to be pretty deep on that shoe, in my in my opinion, as kind of like a novice trail runner, um, I think that I, like I've run on it on like uh, when I was back in Iowa. Like the shoulder of the road is like gravel and dirt. So I'd run it on that. I'd run it in on the trails, um, and then I'd also just run it on it in pavement too. And it it does pretty well. It's like the lugs are deep, but they're not. The rubber is not as dense as say like the rubber outsole of like a Solomon shoe. And so like I always feel like the Solomon shoes, the lugs are dense like a soccer cleat. And so like when you're on pavement in those shoes, it you really feel it. it it kind of is uncomfortable. I think they're using a, I don't know if they're using a softer rubber or if it's less dense. I'm not sure if those things are different, but um, I just feel like you can run on, on roads better on that outsole in the torrent. So I, I would say it's definitely suitable. Mm, running before my best life. Anthony says, Hey Michael, it was cool seeing you come out to LA. Hope to catch up, catch the run club meetup next time you come out. Yeah. I don't know when I'll be out again, but I mean, it's hard. I mean, who doesn't want to go back to Southern California? It's just beautiful out there. I really enjoyed it. So hopefully I'll be back out soon. Mm. Oh, so Shannon just went to a Chinese foot spa. So you could just go to like just any 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 place. You didn't find like a an, like an athlete specific one. All right, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. We could see how it goes. Terry says they do not make PPE strong enough for me to inflict my feet on anyone else. So I think that's why you should, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I need to take my own advice. I was just saying, I, I don't feel like I could go to one cause my feet are gross, but I feel like people with gross feet are exactly the people that need that kind of help. Yeah. My other fear though, is that they, they would be like, Oh, here's how we could fix your toenails. And I'd be like, okay, go, let's try it. You know? But then I feel like the healing process would maybe make my toenails fall off. Not that I haven't had them fall off before, but maybe they make them fall off. And then that would like be fine if all I wanted to do was fix my toenail, but terrible if I wanted to keep running. So that'd be my fear. But I guess if I like Shannon just got like a massage, she's rubbing and stretching at the feet. Maybe, maybe that, that probably wouldn't be too bad. Hmm. Travis McCuller says, glad I made it back for the third live stream this week. Awesome. Definitely gets me pumped for my evening runs. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. 
Logan says, Logan Heffernan says, maybe you please SIBO, but I also back the foot massage after a gnarly long run or workout. Okay. We're getting, we're getting some good feedback on it. Hmm. All right. All right. Um, Jeff Elliott says, my toenails are, is it, is it going to turn into like a foot live stream? <laughs> he says, my toenails are a nightmare as well. Uh, I'd definitely be hesitant to do it. Yeah. Like here's, you know, here's where I think what would happen. Like, I feel like you would be able to gauge, like, how nasty really are your feet. I feel like everyone thinks that they got nasty feet. But I'm guessing for most of us here who don't, like, you know, we don't, like, I don't, I don't know about most of you guys, but uh, all of you guys, but I know about some of you guys. You, we're, not, we're not, like, working in the trades. We're not, like, construction workers. We're not on our feet all day in steel-toed boots, that kind of thing. Um, and so I feel like our feet are gnarly, but they're not, like, super gross. But I think that the way that you could probably tell is, like, how in how much are the people that work at those places and usually they speak you know english may not be their first language how much are they like talking to each other in a different language and kind of giggling now that i think that's be the barometer you know that's how you could tell Martha says, talking about nasty feet doesn't come to some of the grosser topics we've discussed in the past year. That's true. That's true. And Jason Dahl says, no one's touching my feet by Frank Costanza. <laughs> uh, and Travis says, you know, not gonna lie, I love a good foot massage after a long run uh, week or race week. It's amazing. Okay. Pat Hicks wants to know if I've ever done uh, a cryogenic chamber. No, I've never done that. I've never done that before. I don't really like the cold. I, I hate being cold. I detest being cold. Um, and when I get cold, I feel like I never get warm. So, like, that's probably why I haven't tried those before. I've seen a lot of people do them. There's plenty of them in Chicago. I've seen them, people, like, talk about it. But um, I've, never, I've never been, you know. All right. Let's get to another flavor. This one now, we're just regular, just single flavors. Although, it looks like there's a mint leaf or is it a grapefruit tree leaf? I don't know. Gimby Pink Grapefruit. All right. Same numbers as all the other ones. So they're using erythritol and stevia leaf extract. I think that's how they're making it sweet. There's a tea. The, the, so the caffeine comes from tea extract. So, like, I don't know. Shouldn't they have named the f drinks after famous tea-producing regions then? Not coffee-producing I don't know. But anyway. Cheers. I have a feeling I'm going to like I I usually love grapefruit-flavored bubble water. That's usually my favorite flavor. Smells like grapefruit. Oh, I, feel, I smell that. It's good. Oh, this is really good. This feels like I'm drinking grapefruit juice. I like this a lot. Could use more bubbles. I hear a little bit. Not enough. I need it to be like 300% more bubbly. Like, um, here's how I know if a bubble water is bubbly enough. When I take a big gulp, it should hurt by the time I've swallowed it, and then I should feel like I need to burp afterwards, after each gulp. Like a little sip, maybe not, but each gulp, you know, that's how it's bubbly enough. I don't know. The last couple of drinks, I think we had the same problem with the brew dogs. 
there was some fizziness to it, but I want carbonation. I want bubbles. Um, Chris Dyke says, where'd you get these beverages? Just downstairs in the in my building. So like, um, my building is like kind of on the way to the lake for a lot of people. And so they usually stock up with a lot of stuff that people might want to bring on picnics. I mean, in the summertime, but in, you know, it's, people aren't going to the lake for picnics right now, but they have a giant aisle for just drinks. And then they have a giant aisle for alcoholic drinks. So like, and, and lots of snacks. I mean, that's primarily what's in there. And then we can also pick up like eggs and, and milk and butter and stuff like that. If you're in a pinch, um, and they have lots of bars and stuff down there. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do like a, a mukbang on stuff I find at the grocery store downstairs. One of the funny things that the, I'll save it. I'll save it. There's some funny things down there. Things that are just really peculiar uh, and very much like um, a commentary on my neighborhood. <laughs> I'll save that for later. I'll save it. I, I won't tell you the stories. Um, but yeah, I just, just found them downstairs. Very convenient. I just went downstairs. I'm like, boop, 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 boop. I'll pick four. One of each flavor. You know what else was down there? They had a very wide selection of drinks with hemp extract in them. And I, you know, I'm not usually, you know, I'm not that in tune with like what's going on in kind of like the health beverage market. But why would anyone, why would anyone want hemp extract? When I think of hemp, I think of like, you know, you make clothes out of it. I know that there's lots, many uses for hemp. But, like, I didn't know that you should ha have it as an extract in a drink. And I would have done it, but, like, each of the hemp extract drinks were, like, $6 a can. And I'm like, that's a lot. <laughs> I just don't want to pay that much. For and all the flavors sounded gross. They all tasted, like, different, like, flavors of soap or potpourri. And I'm like, I don't want to drink any of those. So I let it go. Maybe some other time. Hmm. Jeff Lee says CBD is apparently a big thing. My 70 year old mother is taking it as well. Does the hemp extract have CBD? It's like a, it's a, is that, that's different than CBD though, isn't it? I, I really don't know anything about CBD products. At the LA Marathon, at the Expo, I picked up the bib and then I picked up the t-shirt. And then when I picked up the t-shirt, the lady asked, are you over, eight, over 18? And I'm like, yes. And then she grabbed two like little squeeze bottle sample things and put them in the bag. And I was like, okay, thanks. And it was some sort of like uh, CBD, uh, like joint ointment or something like that. I don't know. I didn't try it. But uh, I've never tried any of the CBD stuff, but I don't know. Maybe I will. Uh, Travis says, ew, no thanks. No hemp in my beverages, please. And Dan says, glad you didn't get roped into buying a drink with hemp extract. Jeff thinks that the hemp extract should have CBD in it, but it isn't a specified amount. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, I, I understand that there's a difference between, like, CBD and, like, the THC. I totally get that. And I'm a total proponent of descheduling it, so that way more research can be done on it uh, on the federal level, too. But I just don't – I really personally don't know what, very much. So I don't know. Running for my best life. There's a CBD store in just about every corner in L.A. these days. Uh-huh. I mean, there's there's dispensaries here in Chicago now, um, and there's lots of CBD stores, but like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I haven't really gotten into it. Uh, Martha says that CBD gummies are great if you ever have trouble sleeping. Every doctor I've asked about it says it's fine. It's so much better than any pharma. Huh, that's good to know. 
See, I feel like there's more, some more research needs to be done on this stuff. Mm, all right. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to... Oh, yeah. Frank says, Pink Grapefruit was the first GMOs. They made it by growing grapefruits next to nuclear material in the 50s. Is that... That's not true. That sounds like something you just made up, Frank. Is that really true? Is that how Pink Grapefruit came to be? That sounds like a Trivia Tuesday question. I really like this Pink Grapefruit. Tastes delicious. You know what it makes me want to do? Do you guys eat? Do you guys put sugar on your grapefruit? Like when you eat a grapefruit, do you sugar it? I don't do that anymore, but I, that's how I used to eat it growing up. Just take a spoonful of sugar and then like sprinkle it on top. Takes just like a little bit of the edge off of that sourness. It's really good. I I, I kind of want to just sprinkle some sugar on top of this because it's. Just reminds me of real grapefruit. I don't think I've ever had a, a grapefruit bubble drink that tastes as much like grapefruit as this. This is really good. Yummy. Jeff says, I initially thought Frank was joking as well. That doesn't seem to be the case. So that's how they invented it. That's kind of like the... the um, the three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. <laughs> Weird. Adam says, when I was a kid, I used to cover the entire surface area with sugar. Now I eat them like oranges. You eat the peel and stuff too? Like the, not the rind, but like the part around it. Like, just like an orange. You peel it and eat it like an orange. That's not too dense. I eat, you know, you have to, I always cut it in half. Then you slice around the outside and then you scoop out the wedges. Right? That's how I eat it. And then I love to just squeeze it and drink all the juice. Frank says it's completely true about the grapefruit. They called that process atomic gardening. So then are pink grapefruits radioactive, I mean? Or were the first ones anyway? How is that? That doesn't make sense. Because I would feel like Anything that grows in the presence of radiation probably cannot propagate a second generation of itself. That would be my kind of like general rule of genetics, I think. I don't know. Weird. I don't have to look into that. Martha says, Trader Joe sells little cups of pink grapefruit chunks and juice and it's so delicious. That sounds like it would be so good after a long run. My next like long summer run, I'm just going to run straight to Trader Joe's because they have pay by phone. They have Apple Pay. So I can just run my phone and like run straight to the store and have the cup of grapefruit chunks. That sounds amazing. I, I, I would pick, I mean, I know there's, probably, there's not enough salt in that, but I would pick that over pickle juice any day. Pickle juice is like, I get it. People like it. And some people really like the flavor of like the pickle water stuff. But like just the idea of drinking a bunch of it when you're thirsty seems so unappetizing to me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Martha says when I did my 18 miler in San Diego, I ate three of those Trader Joe's grapefruit cups immediately after. That's a good way to go. All right, open the last one here. Um. This is the one I, I've saved it for last because I think it's going to be the best one. My favorite flavors are grapefruit and pineapple when it comes to bubble waters generally. And this is Peru pineapple. 
Let's see how this one is. It smells more like mango to me. But maybe I need more of a palate cleanser after the grapefruit. But that doesn't taste very good. I mean, it's pineapple-y. But I don't know. I'm going to give it a second taste. Hmm. Adam says, watermelon's supposed to have some anti-inflammatory properties. Oh, I didn't know that. Justin Miller says, hey, Kofuzi. Hey, everyone. First time being able to make it to the live stream. Welcome. I hope everyone is doing well. Well, good to see you, Justin. I love the background you got on your photo over there. Is that art that you made yourself? I like the colors. Dan Johnson says, if they're grown next to a nuclear site, it's no wonder pink grapefruit are the bomb. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, was that loud enough for you guys? Do we need to make it louder? There we go. I think that's better. That's better. <laughs> Justin says, I made the background in Microsoft Art. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Travis McCullough says, I'm sold co. I'm going to have to pick up some buys. I, I, I like this stuff. I, I think that I just want to buy the pink grapefruit. Let me try the, Let me try this pineapple again. It's good. It's pineapple-y, but not as tasty as the pink grapefruit. It goes back and forth. For me, in terms of like, when is some brands, the pink grapefruit or the grapefruit is better. Some brands of pineapple is better. This one, I think the grapefruit is better. The pineapple is still good. I would call it number two. Number three would be the watermelon. And then number four would be the coconut lime, which it's a close fourth, which I thought would be a distant fourth. But this one works. I feel like this was a successful happy hour. This was These, these were good drinks. I like these drinks. Ooh. All right. I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today, guys. I'm feeling um, maybe some of the caffeine from my third cup of coffee today and then drinking all these drinks that have a light amount of caffeine in them, 35 uh, milligrams per can. Pretty good. So I probably had like about a cup of coffee, another, another cup of coffee with all these drinks that I drank today. It's working for me. It's working for me. I like these. I might get them again. I think my wife would like these too, especially since like, LaCroix aren't caffeinated. So instead of coffee, I feel like this could be a good, maybe less caffeinated, less stimulating alternative. I mean, I think that's about the amount of caffeine and like the noons that have caffeine in them. So just to give you kind of some reference. All right. Tomorrow, I think we're going to do that video. It'll be a run motivation or maybe just a, a, a just running set to music. I'm still not sure about which one it's going to be, but that'll be tomorrow morning. And then we'll do another live stream. And then after the live stream, I'm heading straight to the airport to go to DC. So don't forget, um, if you're in the DC area, Saturday, 9 a.m., we're going to meet at the World War II Memorial. Kofuzi Run Club will get together. Believe in the Run will be there. We'll have some fun stuff that ASICS is going to provide as well. So uh, hopefully I'll see you guys there. I think there's like 40 of us, maybe 50, that are currently planning on attending. So I think it's going to be a really great time. We'll go check out some cherry blossoms. Hopefully we'll have some great weather and a good run. All right, guys, until I see you again, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.